Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. <laughs> and a fine Saturday morning to you, gents. Yay. <laughs> this is like podcast truth or dare. What is it? Like that podcast? What's that movie where it, it just people on the internet made you go out and do dumb stuff? Nerve with uh, Emma Roberts or whatever. Yeah. And, and Dave Franco. Yeah, yeah. No, this, uh, this, this time it's, uh, 
nerve is like you get a text and it says, go to Albertsons. <laughs> Like that's the end of it. It's just go to Albertson. No, it's it's, wow. take, take, it's like the it's the COVID nineteen yeah. challenge. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if I go can to, do that. Go go to Albertsons <laughs> and, and take the last roll of toilet paper. That's a local grocery yeah. store chain for people in other parts of the world wondering well, who's, who's Albertson yeah, right. they're talking yeah. about. All right. Go to go, Kroger. Go to Pig Piggly Wiggly. All the Swedes are saying the son of Albert. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> Go to go to Sam's Club, buy some Twinkies without gloves. <laughs> Isn't that what Guns Akimbo basically is, too? I don't know. We'll find okay. out when we talk about it on the film board. The film board is back? Are we what? Doing that t- is that this weekend? But how? All the movie theaters are closed. <laughs> uh, yes. Sapman Sat Sat is back. We're going to do one this weekend, right? We are doing it this weekend? Yeah. Is it this weekend? Yeah. Yes. That's going to be fun. That's going to be just delightful. Guns Akimbo. Delightful. The first of many <laughs> to do on films that were meant to be theatrical releases. That's Look, right. Let's just get it out in the open and say, you're a real downer today, Andy. Bringing up that the <laughs> you know first what? of many real you know downer. I, That's not why we're here to you remind know people you of know the, what? The, the, the crap the, hole situation <laughs> we're all living in. I was going to say the viral monkeys pooped in his lemonade. <laughs> That's right. Yes, they did. You know what I love about the COVID-19 virus the oh, models do tell. that you see what everywhere. Do you love? What? I can't wait. This is down the road. Like give it give it five, eh, maybe even less years. School projects are going to be kids taking <laughs> one of those styrofoam balls that you buy oh, in like the craft aisle, <laughs> yep. painting it like blue or something, and then sticking a bunch of Q tips in it and then painting the ends different colors, like yes. white and purple pipe, and pipe stuff. Pipe cleaners. Pipe yes. cleaners. Then they can make pipe the little bloom. Yes. That's right. They can do the little blooms on it. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. The little coronavirus models <laughs> that will will be in all of our children's futures. Oh, I I'm not ready for that. No. <laughs> yeah. So how you doing? Sanity check. Uh, uh, quarantine sanity yes. check. Uh, Andy, what are you doing to keep yourself sane? Well, I I watch things. Um, we're in an interesting place. <laughs> That's Excellent. not, cre- it's not creepy at all. I, I, watch, I, watch, I, watch, I, I watch the neighbors. Watch. I watch the neighbors. No, I, I mean, I try to watch. Uh, I made a point where I went down. I'm like, my goal is a movie a day. If I can fit two in, great. <laughs> That's my personal <laughs> goal right now. Outside of that, um, you know, school has started back up. And so... All week, we're in day four um, of our children's at-home schooling. And so my wife and I are learning very quickly how to become um, homeschooling parents. And it's it's very trying. So we've we've had a trying week of putting schedule together, watching it get broken, trying to <laughs> rebuild a schedule. It's been a it's been a week, but uh, but it's OK. It's all part of uh, it's all part of the fun. So, um, yeah, just watching things and doing that and then just trying to. Uh, trying to at least get out every day to go on a walk to at least feel like I can see the outside world a little bit. Some people, some people things. would say some actual physical exercise is useful. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what are you doing? Uh, was it was it Monday? I think it was Monday. We did we did a little family workout. My daughter's dance studio. Uh, 9 a.m. on Monday was like, okay, you know, one of the teachers doing a little, you know, workout session for people. So we did that and it felt, felt good getting the family together, everybody working out in front of the TV, brought up Zoom and, you know, Apple played it to the TV and everything. So, you know, did get some exercise and it was sore the next day, 
That's for sure. Uh, sanity, yeah, that's why I'm sitting outside right now. I need to get outside because my life is like indoor Zoom meetings, you know, eight to five. So, yeah, um, yeah it, trying to catch up on some shows and some, some movies, but unfortunately... I don't know. After after a, a little alcohol at nine o'clock, I just can't you know stay awake through you know trying to get through some of the stuff on the Criterion Channel. I desperately want to watch Spirit of the Beehive. It's been on my list for you know years, and I'm like, I gotta sit down and watch this. Spanish films at nine o'clock at night, not no, not gonna, especially no. with booze. No, that's especially good. with that's, with that's booze. So no, Steve, I I have a I have a confession to make. I um I need a report on. The platform because oh, I said I was going to go watch it. You were going to go watch it like right. I did, then. and I turned it on and I yeah. watched about twenty minutes of it. Yeah, and then I was interrupted and yeah. I was not able to watch the rest. And I never came back to it. So uh, I'm not sure. Like I, it was, I really enjoyed the first twenty minutes of it. I think yeah. it's going to turn out great. What do you think? Didn't you see my review? Well, I want you to stay. Of course, I saw your review, dummy. This is for the show. <laughs> I'm trying to set you up. We've so, been podcasting together for like 10 years now. Yeah, Come on, take yeah, a toss. It's, it's, it's platforms all the way down. It just goes <laughs> and goes and there's food. That makes it sound like it's terrible. No, yeah, no you're, like not, you're not. You're yeah, not. It just it. spirals straight it to the bottom. Goes, it goes baby. down. Straight no, to the it's, it's not going to be for everybody because it, it's got an ending that I think people aren't going to. And it depends. If I mean. I guess if you like Cube, I think you're going to be fine with this because it, it does have that single set. You know, it's like we're going to visit the platform, the floors. It's the same set. They just put a different number on the wall, but it, it works. Mm -hmm. And there's something larger, more philosophical, metaphorical going on. Um, and we do have some scenes outside of the platform, you know, like our main character, how he got there and all of that. And so interesting, you know, there's, I guess three or four main characters that sort of take us through. I no, I, I really, really enjoyed it. So it had, I think it had some interesting things to say, but again, if you're looking for a movie to, to speak, I don't know, morals to you or make some commentary on society, then it might not be for you. Okay. So is it yeah. going to make a trailer rewind pick? Oh yeah. 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 This, this would be like, I would double this up with cube if, you know, if I could, yeah. you know, this is, yeah. I'm, There's are... nothing stopping me from picking cube as a trailer pick. Oh, I know it's like 25 <laughs> years old. I don't care. <laughs> no, this, I, I love films like this that are these slight sci-fi elements to it. It's sort of a smaller scale production and it, but it's got an interesting concept to it. And that, those are, I'm always all in for those. And I, I will give them, I'll give them a shot. And even if they're disappointing, I watched one, the other day, was it like last week or something? And it had to do with like a woman who was had traveled through time. And it's like another version of herself was trying to help her solve this murder mystery thing or stop a murder. And it was starting off okay. And then it went off the rails and tried to turn into something else. But I will always give things like that a shot. This right. is one of those. And yeah, you need to go finish it. I mean, immediately after the show, sure. I'm going to go watch the You're next go five watch minutes the next... of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Andy, I think it might be something you would enjoy. I, I'm very curious about it. It's, it's on my list of things to watch. Yes. I, I have not yeah. uh, gotten around to it. I'm, I've been, I have been just busy playing catch up on my letterbox watch list. That's been oh, my goal. Yeah. 
um, really cranking through stuff Wait, and which, which, trying to which thin list? that out. Which list? You've no, got just like, my. Well, I oh. add all my lists to my watch list. Oh, okay. like all the stuff okay. that I'm actively doing are all thrust in there. Okay. So I've just been kind of cranking through slowly, uh, uh, you know, trying to get through stuff. Like um, Robert Redford. I did throw in there um, from last week's recommendation. I did rewatch House of Bamboo again. Oh, okay. and I uh, had a great time with that again. So uh, yeah, it's fun. But, oh, and uh, you watched on my, you watched uh, what was it Old Dark? Uh, the Old Dark. House. house yeah oh, yeah really enjoyed that one a lot of fun so how did you how did you would you get that one on disc or how did you no it's on canopy oh it is it oh that's right there's a little bit of crossover mm-hmm. between canopy and, and criterion so yes yeah in fact that one was listed under uh cohen media um oh, okay but pygmalion which was the next one that i watched was actually uh, a criterion release on canopy so yeah. i've been trying to tell people they're like i'm running out of stuff to stream or i can only handle so much i'm like You've got Canopy, you've got Hoopla. If you have a library card, there's all this other stuff out there that's not Amazon, Netflix, and Hulu. So, yeah. Well, what's great is, you know, on Letterboxd, when you have your watch list or any list, you can just hit service and yeah. it'll give you the list of all the services. And I just click stream only. Right. And I can look at everything that's streaming. And then I've just been kind of plugging through that. So, all right. It's been quite handy, quite handy. And, um, uh, yeah, never mind. I was going to go off on a tangent. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, go no, ahead. I, I was going to go off of it off it before we went down that road, Old Dark House Road, and yeah. now I totally forgot what the tangent was. So. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pete. Obviously, it wasn't very exciting. Pete, how are you, you staying sane? Do you ever want to? Well, sometimes I take my horse down to Old Dark House Road and I <laughs> no, no, ride okay. until I no, can't no, no stop. Uh, what am I doing to stay sane? I, I'll tell you, our show of the week is Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. Oh, how is that? I adored it. It. Uh, I'm a huge Sunny fan. It's always Sunny in Philadelphia, and we've we and so this is Charlie Day and Rob McElhaney, and yeah. uh, Rob McElhaney plays the the principal. It's a cross between, I think, uh, Silicon Valley, a little bit of It's Always Sunny. It's kind of got that irreverence to it, um, and it is about a game development studio, and it is uh, it, it has a surprising amount of heart and just the right timing on the jokes and uh, I it, it's I want more of it. In fact, I want more of it so much that the kids and I watched all the way through it and we all had to vote at the end, would mom like it? And now I'm watching it again with mom. So, <laughs> and so far, two episodes in, big thumbs up. So, we're, we're having a great time with uh, Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. Okay. Apple TV Plus show. Yeah, uh, and and I've enjoyed all, all the Apple TV Plus stuff that I've watched has been uh, really satisfying. I haven't found anything that's just like you know not at least some on some level a win. Uh, even the the uh, <laughs> Apple TV Plus podcast commercial, true crime podcast commercial, uh, uh, starring um, Aaron Paul and Octavia Spencer, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's great. True crime. She's actually a podcaster who puts somebody in prison uh, when she was actually a reporter. Now she's a podcaster and she's using the power of the podcast to get him out. Hmm. Yeah. So interesting. 
your mileage may vary, but uh, I've enjoyed it so far. So <laughs> okay. uh, that's what I've been doing. And of course, movies, we introduced the the family. I introduced the family to the first two of the Cornetto trilogy mm. uh, to some level of trauma. Shaun of the Dead and uh, Hot Fuzz were great in the moment, left a little bit on the nightmare side, uh, but we got through it. It was great. <laughs> Everybody had fun. Uh, I haven't done uh, World's End yet, but that is coming probably this weekend, so we can knock that one out. But so far, everyone here big fan of Edgar Wright. Uh, I've done my part. I feel excellent. I feel good about that. Nice. Uh, and uh, let's see. Oh, we did Jumanji, the next level. Mm. Oh, that's uh, fun. Yeah. Family movie. You that's know fun. what? Cute family movie. It was, uh, yeah, it was as fun. good as the first one. Eh, not really. Yeah. I really enjoyed the first one. Second one. Still good laughs. That Kevin oh, Hart. Yeah. That Kevin Hart's a national damn treasure right there. <laughs> he is funny. That's Did you, I, have you watched amazing stories on Apple TV? Not yet. Andy. Uh, so, I've been wanting to, but instead, and maybe this was a mistake on my part. You're watching the old ones. I decided to start watch the old ones with the kids. Yeah. Oh no, no. And we've made it through. Actually, I mean, we're we're on the second disc. We've we've plowed through probably ten episodes by now. But there, and I'm like, so are you guys enjoying this? They're like, "Eh, it's a little boring. (laughs) Um, So they're not super (laughs) into the old ones. And but I will say, and I don't know if you guys remember, there's one with. Oh, I'm gonna forget his name. Uh, it'll come to me. But it's the one where it's a it's a magician who can, like, when he puts his hands on people, he can kind of see a little bit into their life, and he uses it to kind of you know do magic tricks and stuff. But he puts his hand on this guy, and he sees that he just killed some people, and now this killer is after him. It was I can't remember oh. what it was called, Mister Magic, maybe. But I showed that to the kids, and it's not super scary by today's standards. But my son. Really, yeah, <laughs> it was a little much for him. It was like nightmare level uh, oh, scary wow. for him. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. watched the f- first episode of that one, and yeah, it's it's all right. And you know, it's, the new one you're yeah, talking about, the, the new one, one. the new yeah. one, yes, yes. And so, when I had my CBS All Access, I actually watched um, one or t- two episodes of the new Twilight Zone because what what's funny is when you talk about amazing stories and I try to remember the original ones I blur them together with the, original Twilight Zone the, the Twilight Zone the Twilight Zones that were sort of relaunched at that same time yeah. and I always try to remember which one was which because yeah. there was like the Bruce Willis one where he like answered the phone and it was himself and all of that and I'm like was that amazing stories was that Twilight Zone I can't remember. So, and again, both, you know, the Twilight Zones were okay, and the, the One Amazing Stories was was okay. So, nothing that I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to see this. So, I'm waiting to see if Amazing Stories sort of picks it up, but it was, you know. it's Well, both yeah. seasons of the original Amazing Stories are available on iTunes. Oh, okay. Well, you said so. disc, so I was like, laser disc? I have, I, I've, had, I've had the disc it's for the first... Disc. Or the box, the DVDs for oh, the DVDs. first season okay. for years, but the second season never came out. But oh. they like just, I think they tied it in with all of the stuff yeah. going on with the new show, and they just released the second, uh, both seasons on iTunes now. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. So, Andy they're actually, fun. they're fun to watch. Andy watches yeah. the whole thing on Super 16. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> 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 Gather around the fire, children. <laughs> Let me get this VHS out. A, and we'll put this in a, for amazing stories. Projector. It's a hand <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit, Steve, about your friend uh, John uh, John Wick. Yes, my friend John Wick. One of my yeah. Fi- you want to talk yeah. about how high you are? <laughs> 
This is the great thing about the internet. When people get bored and they, I'm assuming, indulge in recreational activities and substances, they're minds just sort of travel into interesting places and and things get thrown out on the internet of like, hey, did you ever think about the fact that the John Wick movie universe is actually set inside a video game? Because think about all these things like the Continental, it's like the shop slash game area where you go in to recharge your health and get supplies and all of that and, and everybody uses coins as currency and there's all these like NPCs all over the place that don't really seem to care that all these people are getting shot up and killed all over the place. And there's there's dialogue before the, the action scenes and, and then after, sort of like the cutscenes in the movie, but the action scenes are like the video game part of the video game. Yeah, it's like totally like inside a video game. Do you think, though, <laughs> now that you've read that, and that today marks the release of John Wick Hex, the video game, that that entire post is some sort of paid promotional endorsement. The John Wick Hex video game doesn't come out till May, Peter. I'm just saying, the trailer dropped today. You well, think they're a... trying to build interest? No. No. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We're all inside a universe where, you know, we're in the it's Lions like free, universe. It's like yeah. free guy. Yeah. It's, it's free guy. The whole thing is, is all promotion of free guy. Yes. The, yeah, free guy that... Is that going to be in theaters? Is, when are we going to see that? Is that? God, I hope it's just into my brain directly. I can't wait to see that. Movie. <laughs> That's, theaters are closing down and they're going to open up brain injection theaters where you just yeah, go brain in. Brain injection they, theater. Yes. Oh, yes. Brain injection theater. I can't wait. But seriously, both the notes to Steve's, uh, the, the drug-induced uh, cerebral rant on Joan, Joan Wick. <laughs> I blame Andy for that. Jonah, Jonah Wick. <laughs> Jonah Wick. Uh, Jonah Wick Hex. Hex. And, <laughs> and the link to the John. John Wick Hex. The Jonah that's, Hex. That has been, been his nickname for <laughs> century trailer. now. <laughs> uh, all in the show notes. Um, who posted the Spike Lee thing? I did. That's, Steve posted everything I was, this week. Yes, I was like, yeah, I had, I had some time where I was like, I should see what's out there. And well, this one was, I think, mentioned in Discord first. I think somebody mentioned this and mm-hmm. I thought it's worth talking about on the show because it you guys just finished up the Spike Lee series. But Spike Lee is uh, releasing, it's out there right now, his uh, script for his Jackie Robinson movie. So it was a, a film. And I think he said this was like, what did he say, like 1983? Five or 86 or something like this he wrote this and had wanted to do it with, with Denzel and Denzel felt he was too old and all this so he's making it available for everybody out there to to read this unproduced script uh, 159 pages of his fifth draft of the known but never actualized Jackie Robinson films available out there wow. on the internet that's fantastic oh sorry 1996 well, not 1986 so I wonder if he felt really defeated when he watched 42 or if he felt justified or if he felt like, damn it, I could, you know, I can still make mine because that wasn't great. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, that one comes up on my flick chart every once in a while. And I'm like, do I remember that movie? Well, there's a reason it's this low on my flick chart. So, yeah. OK. You know, I'll, I'll rank this it's higher like than that. that. It was it, it suffered from being just fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this reminds me of the. I just posted a video the other day. Did you guys happen to catch it of the the anima the the um, uh, animated uh, 
sort of 10 minute run through of what rise of the, the, uh, what is it? The Ryan Johnson script, not the Ryan the Johnson, last Star Wars, not, not the Ryan Johnson, the Colin Trevorrow, well, Colin Trevorrow. Trevor, I mean, yeah, yeah, I think it was the Colin yeah, Trevorrow, like what it would have looked like. Did you watch no, that? I haven't, I haven't watched that one. I can I, I consistently am amazed by the uh, amount of free time and interest that nerds have at home in quarantine. That was an amazing well, video. Just, just uh, let me let me fix that statement. Retract in quarantine, Pete. Yeah. There, fixed. Oh. <laughs> fixed. All right, you're right. That's a good point. It is an amazing bit of animation, whatever you think of the story. The story is fascinating. At one point, they steal a Star Destroyer and go completely rogue. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, it, Would like that the, be Rogue 2? Did you see the... <laughs> well played. Did you see the one where they, they did the battle uh, in the Mines of Moria, but replaced every weapon with lightsabers? What? Oh, oh yes. yes. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, uh, that, that's a word for it, sure. And it and it leads of course to the to this is all in an effort to segue to Cats the butthole cut. What did you find? <laughs> well, you mentioned it before and then yeah, it, I it did. And then the internet it's... made it happen. Somebody <laughs> took Go, internet. They they said, "Hey, we've got again nerds with time." No, just nerds that have interest in Putting buttholes on, putting holes buttholes on holes cats, on and not just not just on cats. If you watch this thing, there's that. The, there's the moon. There's, the, there's just things that you don't want to see. You don't want to see, but you probably want to see more than the actual, you know, real cut of cats. <laughs> like the internet. Let me just. They're tell so you. bright and pink. They're so bright and pink. They're so bright. They, they are. are really they're reflective. What well, really knows? They are. <laughs> that that cat buttholes are reflective devices, <laughs> so they can be seen in the night when they scurry across things. Look, I think that I I have now come to believe that Cats the movie actually only exists so that the butthole cut can exist. That is my <laughs> now my opinion of Cats now. <laughs> but it's it's not just the footage of the cats with buttholes. It's the it's the quotes that they drop in from Spielberg and and the director and just yeah I just, I just couldn't, couldn't stop, stop having buttholes. <laughs> Tom Hooper, no, that was the best. Yes. Oh my god! Oh goodness! All right, what's next? Iron Man three, stupid trending. <laughs> How weird is that? That uh, you know. Of, of the Marvel movies, all of a sudden Iron Man 3 starts trending on Twitter because there is an argument on uh, in Twitter about whether what's the worst Marvel movie, that or Thor the Dark right. World, and, and, specifically MCU, right. we're talking. And, and what, what, wait! Because Howard the Duck was obviously not brought up. That Iron Man 3 is one of the stupidest movies that yeah, the MCU People are saying, yes, it's they can't... Because they were saying, no, 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 it's worse than Thor the Dark World. Right. Yeah, well, I, I, I agree that, to disagree. I think, well, I you, think that's can. lunacy. Well, tweet, Pete, get out there on Twitter and just set everybody straight on this. Come on, Steve. Of course, you recognize <laughs> that's the worst advice you could give anyone any time ever. But, but it's I the will most not be doing that. No, it's the most entertaining advice because <laughs> that's <laughs> it's everybody's fun. doing it. Pete, yes, come on, get out there on Twitter. It makes it more entertaining for the rest of us bystanders. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, do we? Should we at least? Uh, lobby our votes for the stupidest MCU movie. <laughs> I word the duck. But well, we're not saying the stupidest. We're saying the, the worst. worst. Oh, okay. Yeah. Worst I thought Marvel that was movie the argument ever. that it was stupid. No, it's just worst, worst. Marvel movie ever. Yeah. All They're right. saying it's right now. The the people online are saying that it's worse than uh, 
uh, Thor of the Dark World, but they're not acknowledging all the other films that have issues because right. The Incredible Hulk often is considered the worst. Yeah. yeah. Which I disagree with. I think that's a fine film. It, it just it fits oddly into the structure. Iron Man 2 is brought up quite frequently, too. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm okay saying Thor of the Dark World, but yeah. I don't feel like any of them are that bad. Well, what, Captain Marvel, yeah. honestly, is the one that I find the least interesting. What? Oh, my goodness. Well, what oh, I, that's because you're a misogynist, though, right, so whatever, exactly. Steve. I was gonna Clearly. S- what, if, if you don't like it, that's not the only <laughs> <right>. logical <laughs> conclusion. Well, what's interesting is that and it, it's sort of t- on a tangent to this discussion is there was an article I saw, I think, last week where Patty Jenkins was saying, you know, she had been temporarily attached to Thor The Dark World and is, like, thankful she did not direct that film because she feels if she had done that, given the reputation of that film, how much it's it's disliked that she probably wouldn't have gotten a chance to do a film like Wonder Woman. And so she's thankful she she left Thor The Dark World because she felt like a woman would have gotten so much more hate because, uh, oh, you're a woman, you don't understand comic book movies, this and that. And so she was able to prove herself on Wonder Woman Probably because she did not do Thor: The Dark World. Hmm. I don't know about that. Mine. I think I. I then I, again, I, did Alan Taylor do anything much? Yeah, else? exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> the problem with Thor: The Dark World, it just didn't. It, it just felt so out of context for me. It was so like I just didn't. There are some things in Iron Man three that took me a long time to get my head around. Their whole the, everything they did with the Mandarin, I see why people are still irate about that. I just don't share it anymore. Like I've right. moved on. Right. But the thing about the Marvel movies is that they all exist in this happy medium place with a very shallow like frequency wave. So on any given day, they're all the best. They're all the it's Schrodinger's cinematic universe for me. Okay. Thor of the Dark World has a lot of fun stuff, too. It, like all the fine. stuff dropping the shoe through the thing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I have right. fun with that right. that, right. That's what with Jane and all the science. Oh, yes. God, there's science. so much science. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of science. You remember that? So, was that, I, that was pre-meme, wasn't it? Was that pre-meme yeah. internet with Jane and all the science? Yes. God, those oh, were the days. Yes. Anyway, I think they're too hard on it. Yes. That's, yes. My, that's my thing. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, okay. Right. We got anything else on the hot list before we do some other things? Trailers? Are we doing uh, trailers? Yeah, I think that's it. Are we doing trailers or are we... I don't know the order of things. Well, we, we do trailers we do and trailers. then we do re-rank some movies, Steve. It's that's in what, the rundown. Oh, that's, that, oh, if I scroll, there it is. Look, trailers. Enter your movie and it's and even written as it was originally. All caps except for that little S. And an interrobang. <laughs> Ooh. Where, on that, trailers? Huh? No, at the end of Let's Re-Rank oh, Some Movies. Let- Ellipsis. Andy, Interrobang. And- Interrobang? All right. Yeah. Pete, trailers, Interrobang? <laughs> Wait, no, sorry. Andy. Andy goes first. I go first. Yeah. So I, as much as I wanted to pick the uh, the zombie film, I just knew it wouldn't be right. I'm glad you did. Right. So I would have held it against with- you. Uh, a trailer for a film that I was like, is this a sequel to something? Or what's the what's the title for? I <laughs> like I really couldn't figure it out because it's called Intrigo, Dear Agnes yeah. is the trailer. And I'm like, okay, interesting, strange title. I don't know if I fully understand it. It looks like it could be an interesting kind of crime thriller. It's not rated very high on IMDb right now, 5.2 out of 10. Um, so it might be, uh, might... <laughs> 
<laughs> might there still might be some enjoyment in it. Who knows? Anyway, this is a story about a woman who gets her friend to uh, agree to kind of kill her uh, her husband, and uh, it's just kind of the the psychological games that go along with that. It was an interesting trailer pick. I just felt like you know I was trying to find something that looked a little that that was interesting in some way because trailers are a little thin right now since everything's kind of basically going to Netflix or HBO. And um, and so I was like, okay, this is an interesting one. I'm going to pick it. I don't know anything about this. And is it a series? What is it? And apparently it is. There was a film, Intrigo, Death of an Author, that was uh, directed by Daniel Alfredson first with Ben Kingsley in it, based on a series of novellas by, I'm not probably going to say this name wrong, Hakan Nesser. It's a trilogy of or it's a bunch of novellas, but this is a, a trilogy of films. Intrigo, Death of an Author was the first one. Then there was Intrigo, Samaria. And this is the third one, Intrigo, Dear Agnes. Both of those last films were released the same day in Germany <laughs> uh, last October. I don't really know why. I don't really have a good sense of this, but I'm really intrigued now that there is this strange little trilogy, this Intrigo trilogy of films that are out there that I guess they're connected just by the fact that they're crime thrillers is all I can tell. But anyway, this is Intrigo, Dear Agnes. Daniel Alfredson directed it. Gemma Chan, Carla Jury um, are in it. And, you know, I don't know. It looked like it could be interesting. It piqued my curiosity. It might be a late night watch. What did you guys think? Well, it's a 5-2 on the IMDb. But only 51 sure people are, are have watched it so far. Yeah. They can't get mom to rate it higher than a 6. That's all I'm saying. I worry <laughs> about that. Because I checked that after I watched the trailer. And I'm with you, Andy. Like, I was intrigued. Like, this seemed like a nice little trio. I really like Gemma Chan. I think she's great. And, and um, yeah, I, she's great. She's wonderful. And, uh, and, and so I was very curious. Um, uh, I... I I feel like this, it could be a really interesting little triad uh, thriller. I felt like I'd kind of seen it before, so it made me, honestly, that much more curious with what this particular cast could do with it. I guess I'm more curious now to know that it's a trio and not a, or a, a trilogy and not a standalone thing. Like, how do these things tie together? I feel like there's, I'm, I would have to do some research to figure out why they, in, you know, why these seemingly different stories, you know, are connected it more than in name so i, I don't because know because they all have intrigo they it's all intriguing. have an intrigo but yeah you know what I, all i can say is pete it's three films it's an easy series for us to cover there you go. <laughs> that's it three three films with the same name all below six stars that's going to be the um the series three apparently terrible the first movies. one the first one apparently is a 13 percent on rotten tomatoes Ooh. yeah there you go. Wow. 13% think, from Steve? the top? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's... Uh, oh, look at the little poster out there. Intrigo with the T-R-I in black. Like, it's a tri... What does that mean? The third one. It's intriguing. No, there's, this was something that... As Pete said, there's some f familiar elements here. This whole, like, I'm going to hire somebody to, to kill my husband or whatever, but then is there a double cross? What's going on? And it looks like she maybe kills the wrong person. I'm not sure. 
But this is one that I would give it a shot um, unless there was, you know, somebody really warned me off like it's disastrous. But there was enough. It, it looked good. It looked really good. The trailer made this look like it was, was going to be a good mystery type thriller piece, although maybe treading some familiar ground. I'd be intrigued with Intrigo. Yes. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Where is this well, going this and film- when? It, it it is it's already as I said it already was released in Germany. Okay. Uh, last film it actually it actually premiered on TV in Spain last oh. August, then Germany in October. Here in the U.S., May eighth is when we will be getting this. Uh, uh, probably at this point, just streaming. Speaking of things that seem familiar, what a uh, 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 little screwball comedy wedding film at called, a wedding <laughs> called Love Wedding Repeat. From Netflix, coming on April 10th. Yeah, this is, I had just said a couple weeks ago, I, I miss like really good screwball comedies. I don't know that this is going to meet that criteria, but it has all the elements of just fun going on. You've got a wedding, you've got somebody trying to drug somebody, and then place settings get switched, and somebody's drug that's not supposed to be, and people are there that aren't supposed to be there, or misunderstandings, and people eating cake, and falling off bridges or whatever. Ridiculous fun. Just something to put on, have a laugh, mindless entertainment, just enjoy it and go with it. That's what I'm hoping for because in my watch list, I need things like this occasionally. And this is something that, you know, uh, Sam Claflin, Olivia Munn, I'm, I'm looking forward to just light fun with this. And that's what I hope Netflix can deliver on with Love Wedding Repeat when it hits on April 10th. I thought it looked delightful. It looked exactly like just an easy, you know, Netflix kind of a rom-com to just sit down and enjoy. It felt, uh, I, I, I thought the title was funny and weirdly, it just kept made, making me think that there were going to be aliens inva- invading at some point that would... Um, you know, make somebody jump back in time perpetually. <laughs> um, yeah. But other than that, I don't know. I had a great time with the trailer and it looks like a lot of fun. That's that's what I wanted so badly was some sort of time looping in this trailer. I thought yeah. that would have really made it for me. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, that it didn't. But I'll tell you what it did have is Joel Fry. And I'm not kidding. I think that guy is straight up hysterical. And I hope they figure out how to really use him he was he was used, I think, just right in yesterday, and uh, yeah. especially the the play that he did off. <laughs> Of, of, um, what's his name? Uh, the singer uh, on the airplane. That whole sketch was really funny. No man, leave rapping to the brothers. Don't you should not rap. <laughs> it's so good. That whole movie was brilliant. Anyway, uh, he's in this movie. I think he looks great. I think there's a whole chance that this could be uh, this could be very funny. Olivia Munn uh, playing a straight character f- uh, around the comedy again. She's I-, I think she's very very talented. It was great to see her in in this and and uh, I hope that she ends up being used as well as she was in Newsroom, because I think she was great in Newsroom. And I also am a fan of Newsroom. I'm sorry. I thought it was wonderful. So I love Newsroom. That's it. Who doesn't love Newsroom? There are people out there who don't. I guarantee you, there are people who listen to this like, oh, oh yes. Newsroom? Posh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what, Pete? Pish posh. Pete, All you, the need, French. you need to go out there on Twitter and convince them that Newsroom... <laughs> Again, is good. Terrible <laughs> advice from Steve Sarmento. Outstanding. So when does this come? Uh, April 10th. So it's just, what, next weekend? All right. Yeah. Sweet. All right. 
Eight. Right. I uh, as soon as I finish watching the platform, I will watch <laughs> Love Wedding Repeat. So oh, here's right. the thing. I'm pretty excited about the zombie movies. You know, mm, we've heard. And I hope that our own apocalypse has waned enough that we can get this in the theaters. That is, Train to Busan 2, also known now as Peninsula. There is nothing left of Korea. All of South Korea is gone, except for the geography. It's just a wasteland. And so a retrieval crew has to go in to the zone of death, and and they discover that there are actually survivors living yeah, amongst the rubble and the ruin and the zombies in South Korea. And I really love what they are doing with the zombies in these trailers. I love like the moving piles of bodies that just erupt. I oh, love yeah. the, oh, they're doing some great, great, great creature work here, makeup work. And the performers have, I think, a really unique take on what these zombies look like and the way they shake and quiver. And uh, that opening sequence where the, I, I can't tell if they're screens or a giant wall of some sort where the he shines the light on, they illuminate it. And that's just just a wall, of, you know, many, many stories tall of bodies and scraping hands and uh, just truly wonderful zombie production design coming in this trailer. I uh, am a big fan of Train to Busan, and I think that this will be a fantastic little series for us to do and reopen our zombie films. Andy. I'm OK with that. Fine. Like, OK, I, we'll do I it. Really I liked the first one quite a bit, and I'm curious to see what they do with this one. I like that they, it's now like uh, a thing where it's like the first film, what did it say? Tra- Train to Busan presents. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Was, I'm like, what? Touch of class. It's presenting it now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's done. The, tra- I mean, the Train to Busan mean? cinematic universe. Well, it, it made sense with yeah, Fast and the like, Furious. It's like right? in Saw, they, <laughs> right. what, did, what did they say for the Saw Spiral film? What was that? Um, it wasn't saw, it just Saw colon Spiral? No, it was like uh, a sauce. It wasn't a sauce, a sauce story. story. What was it? <laughs> a sauce? Oh, uh, spiral. Uh, spiral. What did it say? Um, spiral from the book of saw. Oh, from the, the book, book of, of saw. That's, that's yeah. right. That's what it was. Yeah, that's right. So I feel like now they're. But presents is kind of like I don't yeah. know. It's like you know Terry Gilliam presents. Quentin Tarantino presents just yeah. because you know they yeah. needed a, they needed a, a local name to attach to it to kind right. of get people to come to the. Well, theater. and I think that's fair and because so who's like, going to see who's going to see Peninsula and they're trying to get they've they've got if a they chance just call to it leverage. Peninsula, yeah, that's no no one's going to see. But that. see, I this is what I don't understand on that point, Andy. No, no, I'm saying if you just release it, it's called Peninsula. No one's going to go see it. Yeah, right? uh, you and I are in violent agreement here. Are we, are we violent agreement? Yes. Yeah. Violent agreement right now. What I'm trying to say <laughs> let's, is, let's I don't get understand. together and slam our heads against each other. Do you know what? <laughs> Three of us, we should do a podcast on this. Look, let's do I it. think that I'm just curious why they didn't just call it Train to Busan 2. In some locales, they are calling it Train to Busan 2. People who like zombie movies would see this movie if it was just called Train to Busan 2 or Back to Busan. <laughs> <laughs> because I have a feeling this was something that was developed as its own thing, and then they decide, oh well, we can we can tie it in, but there's probably not enough to directly connect it. But I don't know that you need that in a zombie thing because it, you know you can call it no. train to you can call it Busan two, you know Peninsula or whatever. But if you call it train to Busan two, people are gonna be like, there's no train in this movie. There's no yeah, train in the movie, right. right? So yeah, I don't. 
don't they know. should just call them all something to Busan. Like yes. Bus yeah. to Busan. Yes. Truck right. to Busan. Tram to Busan. Tram. You missed the last to train to Busan. The, the peninsula of Busan. <laughs> there you go. No more trains to Busan. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyway, that's my movie. Did everybody no, get a chance to talk about it? I'm all on board for the train to Busan presents the peninsula. All right. Well, is the next one? Is the next one Isthmus? Is that is, is we going to do, do different? We do different, different the fjords of Busan. We need that, the right? Of Busan. <laughs> uh, I will tell you that if you are in France and the world has calmed itself down, you might be able to see this on August twelfth to two thousand two two zero twenty twenty two thousand two zero. But let's let's just go ahead and say it as it is. You're probably not going to see it in a theater. You're probably going to see it at home streaming somewhere and you'll be the better for it wash your hands bye Whew, man hey andy shall we right. make some movies <laughs> what do you say next? let's do it holy holy cow so, Flick Chart, we're going to re-rank some of the movies that we've talked about on the show. We have them all on our Frick, Flick Chart chart, <laughs> which you can find at flickchart.com slash the next reel. <laughs> I want a Frick Chart. You ain't Fr- frickin', frick, frickin' A chart. chart. <laughs> so we're going to re-rank all of the not all of them. We're going to do 10 select rankings. <laughs> Five hours later? This is too, too early. Yes, yeah, too early, too late, whatever it is. All right, so... First up, are you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. The Wind Rises from our Hayao Miyazaki series or Children of Men. Children of Men. Ooh, Children of Men, definitely. Steve hasn't seen The Wind Rises yet. I have yet. not. Let me get my letterbox list going. That's <laughs> right. Quarantine. You know, that's one of my personal favorites. Or Ocean's Eleven. This is the Soderbergh version, not the Sinatra version. Quarantine for me. Yeah, quarantine. Quarantino? Wait a minute, wait a minute, You're wait saying, a minute. Wait, wait what? you what? said it was the 60s one? I'll take no, it. He, I said it's the Soderbergh version, the not show. the Sinatra version. No, it's but the hey, Soderbergh one. No, you can't have it. No, you go back. You, everybody knows there's a back button. You go back. I don't know <laughs> I what I was saying. Because I knew and I you were get... high. What are you doing over there? Steve, you're going to have to throw your voice. Oh, you haven't seen Quarantine? I haven't seen Quarantine. All right, we're going to have to do Rochambeau because oh, I'm definitely out loud, hardcore you're wrong quarantine about on this. One. this. Yeah, you know, I just never cared that much about the ocean. Oh sports. my gosh, the first one's so good. And you have to it's, insult it's us fine. at the same time. Yeah. All right, no, I'm just insulting. No, uh, you're. Oh no, know, Soderbergh. <laughs> I don't know who I'm so insulting. One does not right, insult Soderbergh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's the one he made about the people in the doll factory? Or what's the one he made with Julia Roberts where they're all like, you can't have your trailers, you can't have your assistants. Full Frontal? That film was garbage. Yeah, Full Frontal was challenging. Okay, it was full an experiment. Soderbergh, I can, I'm happy to in, insult Soderbergh when he makes... I, look, I'm thrilled he has the money to go experiment. Anyway, quarantine or ocean's One, <laughs> one two, two, three. Three. Paper. Scissors. Pendulum is swinging back. This is not a good. heck of a jump. Yeah, thanks to that one. You're gonna have to watch quarantine just so you can yeah, fix so that problem. I, I'm more, I, yeah, quarantine went from 301 to 91. Yes. 90. It's in oh the my top gosh, no. Ocean's Eleven was way too high. No, That's no, that I movie is brilliant. Our, it's fine. No, it's not it's fine. fine. It's better than fi- oh my, but it's God. no quarantine. Oh, please. Next up, for a few dollars more, or Alice doesn't live here anymore. 
For a few dollars more, please. Yeah, a few dollars more. Fine. 301? To 90. To 91? That's right. Quarantine was way too low. No, I'm I, glad you uh, I'm just agree. saying, I enjoy... Next up, rabbit or local God. hero? <laughs> Uh, local hero for Wait, me. Wait, what, what? I don't even know what you one? just said. What did you just rabbit. say? Rabbit. Oh. Rabbit oh. from our recent Cronenberg series, our local hero, one of our speakeasy films. Yeah, local, local hero for me. Oh, God. Next up, Robin Hood. This is the 1991 version with uh, Patrick Bergen and Uma Thurman or Stagecoach, John Ford's film. Stagecoach. I will say Stagecoach happily. <laughs> I don't need any. Why time. don't we put that one on our list again? I just don't know. Because <laughs> it was part oh, of our right. 900 film Robin Hood series. <laughs> uh, let's cover them all. Next up, Carrie or Scanners. Oh, I should sure love me some Scanners, but I will say Carrie. Really? I'm surprised right. you're saying Scanners. You were am, so negative about it. I'm going to be. I'm gonna this be is Carrie. Carrie. I know. That's good. Palmer, it's fine. Stephen King. My Neighbor Totoro or The Born Ultimatum. That is the third and final of the original trilogy. Hmm. Oh, of man. the original trilogy. I... It's Totoro. No, I think I might be Totoro. Totoro, yeah. Man, this is, this is the one, though, where you find out, like, the whole thing, or, like, that whole yeah. part is happening as Treadstone. a... Treadstone. As a, like, in yeah. the middle of the previous film. Yeah. I think it's my neighbor, oh. Treadstone. But isn't isn't Born Ultimatum? Isn't that the one with what was it? Chaos Cinema, the jiggly cameras and all that uh, stuff. That, that, I have no yeah. problem with that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's already I, Totoro because Steve would. I'm going to yeah, say Totoro. I, I I'm going to say Totoro. I'm, I'm just saying, saying I really. Andy, oh, nobody that has the cares. Fantastic roof jump. Nobody yes, it cares. Does. What you're yes, saying. it does. But Totoro's, you know, Totoro. <laughs> I'm saying Totoro too. Rocky, the original, or Mary Poppins. I will say Mary Poppins. Wow, it's been a long time since I've seen either. But you have seen them no. both, so... Yes, but it's been a long time since I've seen the Poppins. But I, there's something about the first Rocky that I think is just yeah. a classic. So I'm going Rocky. I'm Rocky. Yeah. Well, Rocky held steady at 59. As it should. As it should be. Weirdly, I, I, I'm going to skip this one because it's exactly what we just did. It's for weird. a few dollars more or Alice doesn't live here anymore. That's that weird. is I've never seen that happen. Okay. Um, Live free or die hard or a fistful of dollars. This one's for you, Nick. <laughs> it's been a long time, but I will pick live free or die hard. Which one is that one again? That's the fourth one. That doesn't tell me anything. Who's the bad guy? He, he, What's, he takes down a helicopter with a um, car. I love live free or die hard. Uh, I'm at a point where I feel like I have to say it's a guilty pleasure. Yes, I, feel I like think I'm it is a guilty pleasure. I'm going to go with Clint Eastwood. So I'm going to go good. with Clint Eastwood. It's a fistful of dollars. I, I will go with Clint Eastwood, too, yeah. even though I, I'm probably wrong. A fistful of dollars. Boy, that shot up. 301 to 108. Hey, it's, but it's still That's below quarantine. We want to see. That's right. <laughs> but it's below quarantine, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That's what's really funny about that is I don't have anything against quarantine. It just shouldn't I really be that don't. high. I just have it against Andy. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thank you uh next up interstellar or the andromeda strain Ooh, from our disease series that we did back uh, in the day interstellar Wait, what was I will the say first interstellar. one interstellar oh yeah, yeah. Interstellar. yeah yeah uh, interstellar held steady at 168 
Next up, Time Bandits or Thief. Michael Mann's film. I got to say Time Bandits. It's going to be Time Bandits. Steve? I, I still haven't seen Thief. Yeah, and, oh, and you wow. keep telling me that. Like, I can't believe you haven't seen Thief. And I'm like, I, yeah, I, I know. I, yeah. I know. I always forget which ones, but yeah. yeah. Uh, where are we on the list? Are We We got one more. I think we, we've done 27. One more. This is yeah. our last we'll one. We'll do one more. 27. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last one here. Snowpiercer, little Bong Joon-ho, or Major League. Oh, I got to go Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer yeah. All right. That's a great one. Snowpiercer has steady at 44. Pretty high on our chart. All right. There's the rankings for today. Oh, what a relief. Nothing like some re-ranking to shake things up a little bit. <laughs> or a lot. In All some right. Cases. <laughs> what do we do now? So we did, uh, we're talking about the spy who came in from the cold this week, kicking off our John Le Carey, John Le Carey series. And uh, we put up a few options over in our Show Talk channel over in Discord. And uh, the option that got voted pretty much but almost unanimously was interrogations. So we are talking about our favorite films with interrogations in them. Did you set up any rules for yourself about this one? I know we struggled a little bit when we initially talked about this option, that this was going to be something that we'd have to do. We need to narrow it down. What sort of limits did you put on yourself? I didn't end up putting any on. I initially was debating, should I do it where it's police only? Um, and in the end, I feel like I'm kind of there. But we'll see once, uh, you know, if I have any steals, then I may end up having to use one that's not a policeman. So we'll find out. All right. Steve, any rules? No, I had such a short amount of time to put this list together. I'm like, I got three. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> at least you didn't outsource it. No, I didn't outsource it. But the, and there were some that I looked at and I was like, okay, well, this one I think was, yeah, I know that one was talked on the show. I'll leave that one out because I want to have this one that was probably on the show. And well, this one I know was mentioned on the list for, but it's, I think it's a good example. So I just said, no, these are my, they're just some of my favorite interrogations. That's all I went with. My favorite interrogations. That's right. <laughs> Dear diary, <laughs> let me tell you all about them. <laughs> All right. Well, oh my mine, first one, I'm going to kick off this list with a film that I'm pretty sure is not going to be a steal from either of you. This is a, a film that's near and dear to my guilty pleasure heart. It is uh, it, Tom Mankiewicz's Dragnet from 1987 with, of course, Tom <laughs> Hanks, uh, my favorite, and Dan Aykroyd. And uh, oh. as... <laughs> As uh, Pep Streeback and Joe Friday uh, are doing some uh, interrogating, they uh, use a technique that it's uh, it's pretty funny, and it's uh, in their music video that they did too for for their song that uh, went along with the soundtrack here. But uh, when they are interrogating, there's this little technique that they use where they can open a drawer on one side of the table opposite the interrogatee and then they slam the door really quickly and it hits them right in the crotch and it becomes this silly joke in the film and uh you know it just it was one of the first things that came to my mind when this was our list so of course i have to put dragnet here so there you go dragnet that was also picked by andy on september 2nd 2017 in his position number three Okay. I love having this What was that list here. for? Oh, you know what? It was back in the day before I've gotten to actually fill it in. So I have to go back and actually find it. I don't know yet. The mm. database is incomplete. Okay. It has an empty field there. All I know All is right. that it was picked. We'll assume it was our lions with May with uh, uh, mohawks. Yes. Yes. Let's go with that. that. I had to put together. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. All right. Next up, Steve. Oh, it's me. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I sort of did have a rule on this. <laughs> <laughs> Only pick three and then stop no, picking? No, no, no. You guys aren't going to believe I did this again. All right. 
I'm going to give you a quote from the movie. Oh, no way. Rear window. No. Buddy, I'm going <laughs> to shoot you in the face right now if you don't put your hands on the oh, desk. Wow. No. Doing come, that again? Come on. Stuck in the middle with you. Come yeah, on. That yeah. interrogation Reservoir scene dogs, with Marvin. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Again, so my rule is now I'm going to try to challenge myself to always have a repeat from the list before. Oh, no, 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 wow. no, no, I'm not. But I was just like, that is a, that's one that's a, you just cringe inducing, just classic. And the song it, that made that song, you know, yeah. popular again. So I, I can't, okay. I honestly can't believe that I, I, I'm doing this pick first. It is the most cringe inducing for me, uh, interrogation, uh, certainly of any film in the particular series I'm talking about, uh, but possibly. Uh, it, it is the most. It's what it's easily one of the most difficult interrogations to watch, and that is uh, the scene in the sewer where Lashif takes the knotted rope oh. to James Bond in the downstairs area, uh, Casino Royale, two thousand six. It is gruesome and hard to watch, and my yes. goodness, do both of those guys play that incredibly well? Um, it's a rough one. But it's got the best line. We've talked about that on the show. It's the best yeah. line at the end of that interrogation, good, though. Good, good one. Yeah. Yep, that's right. So I have now broken the Steve rule. I've broken yeah. the seal. Okay. And uh, I have yeah, chosen a have. movie that we've talked about on the show. Okay. So there you go. So there you go. I'm going with uh, what I feel <laughs> what is probably... What is all about. I, I don't know what that tone was either. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to be funny, and it just came off like weirdly like high school jerk. Like, you know... John Hughes, I don't know. I don't know who I, where I came from. My second pick. <laughs> this is the one that to me seemed like the most obvious pick. And I was I was like, should I do this one? And I was like, I, I'm not going to do this one unless somebody else has done it. Uh, or, you know, if if nobody did it by the time I got around to this spot that I'm like, oh, well, I got to throw this one on the list because it feels like we've got to do it. And it just came up recently in conversation on Discord because of gosh, and now I'm, I can't remember why, but we were talking about a, a particular film and films to pair it with. And uh, Basic Instinct oh, is one that yeah. uh, that definitely comes to mind because of interrogation scenes. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty infamous one because Sharon Stone apparently, uh, you know, did this scene and uh, was told by the director that you wouldn't see anything and then everybody did. And, you know, it sure, it it, it makes the film, I mean, I'm not saying that the, this particular thing makes the film, but it's definitely one of those things that, that kind of helps boost the film to the level that it kind of has in everybody's mind of like this kind of sexy erotic thriller. So, and I think it's a, it's a really yeah. strong film. So Basic Instinct, second pick. Good, good pick. I haven't seen yeah, that one in a long pick. time. And that's one that I always debated whether the film was smarter than everybody assumed it was because there's that weird fade to black at the end and then it comes back and I'm like, is there something mm -hmm. else going on here? I don't know. I got to revisit that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was on my backup list, okay. but I'm not calling it a steal Okay. Yet. All right. Okay. All right. Pete? Is it me? No, no, no it's me. It's you. Nick, it's so I'm talking to Pete. Pete? Okay, good. Oh, comma. No, no, Pete. Pete comma. Are you still here? Yes. Yeah, no, Pete. Yes. You're watching television. Oh, are you gonna, You're watching television. Are you test me again. Suddenly, you spot a wasp crawling on your arm. How do you react? Is this a t is it is this the test? <laughs> Blade Runner, everybody. There's multiple oh. interrogations in there, right? I mean, they're yeah. not typical interrogations per se, but uh, yeah, Blade Runner number two. Nice. 
Solid, solid, solid choice. choice. Yeah, I, I, speaking of films that have multiple interrogations, I decided to actually do a pick that uh, where the entire premise of the film is anchored on interrogating everybody in it, uh, and that is, I, I can't believe at least as long as I've been tracking the database, I we we don't have it recently. Uh, the usual suspects. Oh. Really? Wow. I hear Christopher Plummer is great in that one. <laughs> the CG wasn't as good. He's a little sticky. <laughs> That's what we need. We we don't need the cat's butthole cut. We need the Christopher Plummer <laughs> the Chris cut, Plummer super cut, cut of, of, of every usual suspects. Of usual suspects. Every, That's what we need. Yeah. Just badly. I just want like a cutout, like motionless head. <laughs> <laughs> no, just him. Not, not, being, not this being deep key framed. Not just key framed around <laughs> the movies. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, that's, that's my pick. Oh, that's a good usual one. Suspects, Very yeah. good one. Yes. Solid choice. Solid choice. Andy? Well, you went with a film that was entirely an interrogation. I'm ending my list with a film that is entirely an interrogation. Almost entirely an interrogation. It is a really fascinating underseen film that more people need to check out. I saw this in the theater, believe it or not, back in uh, the late 90s. And it's a film that uh, I had Hugo Weaving in it. I've always found him really Hmm. fascinating. And he was the only person that I really knew in it. But it's an Australian uh, crime thriller that is this mystery. And it's basically like this verbal duel going on between the detective and the murder suspect in an interrogation room for the entirety of the film as you go back and forth with some some, uh, flashbacks and stuff. But it's called The Interview, directed by uh, Craig Monaghan, who I think this might have been like his first film. And I don't think he's done a whole lot else, but uh, what a fascinating film. Definitely, definitely worth checking out. And it is streaming on Netflix right now. So run out and watch the interview. Just an excellent, excellent film. Wow. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, I'm very nervous. Mm -hmm. Am I going to get to my last one? You'll get to your last one. I don't know. Yes, yes, you will. Because it's not all about interrogation. This is just... I think I, it, I, I think I, it is. No, this I had, week, I had, all about interrogation. No, no, no. I mean, th- this film is not all about interrogation, but it's got one of the most hilarious interrogations gone wrong. Because Andy, do you see what happens, Andy? Do you see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps, Andy? Do you see what happens, Andy? I is, I don't know. I immediately went to uh, Big Lebowski yes. with John Goodman, yes. but I'm like in the Alps. I'm that's like I don't the, remember the that, Alps coming up. That's in the uh, edited for TV version. They they changed the dialogue to be. That's right. You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. This is what oh happens my God, when that's you so find funny. a stranger I, in the Alps. I was like, I don't remember that line. No wonder, because then you said Alps, and it made me think of um, what was the Force Coen Brothers Majeure? movie? No, uh, no the Co- the Coen Brothers movie with George Clooney um, and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and he's talking about the, uh, the, the guy who's the, um, the, the guy carrying all the bags. You're, you're my guy who's carrying all the bags. The Sherpa, yes. The Sherpa, yeah, right. <laughs> and oh. that, that's, that's immediately oh, where my brain went. Intolerable went cruelty? Yes. Oh, intolerable that, cruelty. Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. Another one. Now, now, now you both have uh, popped the seal yes. as far as the yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, covering films we've talked about yeah. on the show. I got, I got too many on my list left over, you guys. We need longer lists this week. But I will we tell do. you that I, I feel like sometimes you just have to ask, do you know the Muffin Man? 
Okay. The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? Lives on Drury Lane? I don't know. You know, I tried to do like not funny ones, but this one I just can't get away from. It's uh, Shrek, the original Shrek, interrogating the gingerbread man. The Muffin Man! It's still, it's still imminently quotable yes. uh, right here. It's one of the greatest <laughs> spotlight interrogations. <laughs> no, no, not my, not my gumdrop buttons. <laughs> oh, so good. Good stuff. So there you go. There's our list. Yes. Uh, what's it, what do you have for um, honorable mentions? The Dark Knight was on my list. That yeah, was really yeah. the only other one that I had kind of as a backup. That was it? As your backup, you know, there were you other just, ones. Like Reservoir Steve. Dogs was kind of a backup, yeah, but yeah. it had just been used. Um, you know, there were other ones that we've talked about on the show, like Brazil, that I would yep. first oh, love yeah. to throw on yeah. there. But yeah, I had, uh, I had. Uh, what good is a phone call if you're unable to speak? Oh yeah, okay. Mm. Got to yeah. do the Matrix, right? right. Okay, uh, show, Marathon sure. Man. Uh, another one on the show. Marathon, Marathon Man. Man. Yeah, right. is yeah. it safe? Is right. it yep. safe? Another one. Yeah, I had. Yeah, it, I had uh, the Bears baseball bat, the interrogation, the Brad Pitt oh, okay. interrogation in yeah. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. That was horrifying. Yes. Gives us, uh, I had two Tarantinos, actually, Pulp Fiction. Check out the big brain on Brad. Yeah. Uh, but that mm. didn't involve mm. any police. Uh, it didn't th- need to. That that would have been, a, oh, that's a good, I didn't even yeah. think about that one. Yeah. Uh, and then uh. finally, uh, the, the last one is, uh, how many hitchhikers? I don't know. 25, 50? Who keeps track? Anybody? Something about Mary. Oh. oh, that was another one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have been able to pull that line out, yeah. but I had that one. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty funny <laughs> it's one. It's like but... a classic. He starts slamming his head on the table. Oh, he's so good. It's great. <laughs> uh, it's a choice. So that was, that's what I, oh, and Will Ferrell. Uh, Will Ferrell goes bonkers in the other guys. Oh, yeah. The the bad cop, bad cop. I don't know. I just thought I'm really going to have to <laughs> amp it up if you're doing bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> you're already bad cop uh, yeah, that makes good. me think there probably was one in the Lego movie because since we did have good yeah. cop bad cop yeah, in there, right. there's probably a good interrogation but uh, well, All right. lots of good stuff lots nice. of good stuff what are we going to do this week well let's see we're continuing our, our John Le Carre series with uh, everyone's favorite the little drummer girl uh, so uh, what should we do drumline movies movies with drums <laughs> Interestingly, there were no drums in that movies, movie. Movies with drums that we liked better than The Little Drummer Girl. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just spitballing here, you guys. You can take it any time. Pick up the reins. And drive. Go. Uh, um, Steve, have you well, seen Drummer Girl? Obviously, it's, it's dealing with a big conflict, like Middle East conflicts. Yeah. You know, so that seems like there's something we could do there. That's easy. That's Middle a, East that's, conflicts. Yeah. Should we make that one? Middle All East right. conflict Middle movies? East conflicts. Sure. What was the list based on from la- the list we just did? Was for what film? Because I thought we just the spy, oh, spy, spy came in from the, the cold. cold. That's right. Oh, that's right. Uh, so movies with that are named after a character who isn't in the movie. I don't know. Is there a drummer girl in the movie? What does this title mean? No, but it's the whole idea yeah. is it's it's the it's from the song Little, you know, drummer, the little boy. drummer Boy. Yeah. You know, you kind of keep them keep them you know, going. Ah, okay. Uh, we could do drum. Drum movies. No. I am all in for drum movies. I think that would be great. <laughs> movies that are as related to drumming as this one is, is. Oh, there you isn't. go. Isn't. 
so silly. So what what can you do with this one that's not the same as what we did this week? Well, it's a totally different type we, of spy yeah. film. Uh, is it? This, okay, this is, it's totally it's, different. It's, so there's no interrogations in this movie? It, it really is a person who um, who goes in undercover, like deep undercover, to actually become like okay. in like, like one of like the, the terrorist groups. Like this woman joins this Palestinian uh, kind of uh, group that is doing all like the terrorist bombings and stuff. So, uh, oh, okay. So like deep undercover, yeah, deep movies. undercover. But didn't we just do one? Didn't we just do undercover movies like a couple weeks ago with, or was that in our Spike Lee series? We did we do did undercover, undercover yeah. yeah, undercover cop. Yeah. But it was undercover cop. Um, we oh, could do okay. spy romances. Oh, so this is like, Although it ended up being a lot of FBI and stuff. So that might, it might, yeah. too many crossovers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, let's see. She, uh, it's a love story. Love story. Yeah. Spy she romance. falls in love with the guy who's kind of training her. Spy romance. Spy romance. Okay. Yeah. Want to do spy romance? Yeah, okay. Spy romance. Yeah. And all right. So um, Middle East conflict movies. Spy romance. Are we going to leave drum movies? <laughs> no. All right. Steve has vetoed drum movies. I think that's. Um, okay, I think that's so because I, all I got is drumline. What am I going to do? And I haven't even seen There's that. There's the drum that you can too. probably watch on the Criterion Channel. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, that is true. This is where I'm counting on my IMDb, IMDb plot keywords to. Oh, what about? Uh, well, there's a mis- bombing plot. There's mm-hmm. a bombing plot. Oh, there's bombing plot. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that gets there's us back. Also we've talked about bombing. Yeah, we've talked yeah. about wanting to do bombing plots, right? Well, we bombing could, plot we was on our okay. list for um, for uh, Black Klansman, but right. it just didn't it didn't right. get voted up. So we wow. could do it again. So, bombing plots. Okay, because that's better than what IMDb is giving yeah, me. Yeah, it's probably giving you. There's not a lot. Th- you know, women in seventies clothes. Oh, no, 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 no. There's not a lot there, but it is mostly bare-chested male, man-sweating, hairy chest, male full frontal nudity, <laughs> pubic hair, male pubic wow. hair, male rear nudity, what? male frontal nudity. Wow, yes. people are really concerned about penis torture. torture on IMDb. <laughs> there is torture. Yes, we and, could do torture. Uh, yeah, and then there's forward title. Forward title. <laughs> yes. Okay. I am, but zero people. I am disappointed zero people in people found people that relevant. That is keywords. <laughs> Important oh my god! Boys are this naked and forward titles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you the little drummer girl. There is yes. also um, uh, something about great mustaches in cinema. That's that's definitely there. Oh. There's a mustache in this. Oh, there's a mustache. Yeah. Okay. It's well, I'm sure there yeah. is. We've done mustaches when we did. Uh, gosh, what was it? I can't remember, but Quarrel. I know that came up. Um, yeah, P- Pete, you're yeah, the keeper of the right. list. Was, there. It, Come you're on. right. It was when we did yeah, okay. Um, okay. Uh, the train movie. Whatever that's called. Okay. Yeah, Murder on the oh, Orient, Orient Express. Express. Yeah. All right. So we already did that one. Now, should I just leave bombing plots on? That wasn't. It didn't yeah. get right. So Mer- Middle East conflict movies, bombing plots, and spy romance. There you go. So that okay. poll will go up in our show talk channel. If you want to vote, just uh, get on into our Discord chat room, and the link is on our website. You can uh, follow it there. And you need to join us on Patreon so that you can get into the show talk channel and get your vote uh, cast. Where? How would they do that, Pete? You know, uh, they would visit patreon.com slash the next reel or thenextreel.com slash Patreon. Lots of different ways to uh, help support the show. That is one of them. If you visit there, you join for a few bucks a month, you get access to the uh, the online community, the Next Real community, which is fantastic. Most of the conversation takes place in Discord, in those member channels. Lots of great talk about movies and very high quality people. If you're looking to uh, not be a part of the, you know, if you don't, if you're tired of Twitter, like Steve is, 
then you'd come and join our Discord community, <laughs> patreon.com slash the next reel. And you will be helping us to continue to produce the show, cover the costs of uh, hosting the show. And, you know, all support is great support. Thank you very much. Uh, patreon.com slash the next reel. What else can they do, Steve? You know, I was I was just thinking about this, and we, we in in our discussion today we talked about Cronenberg. I think we talked about Tarantino a couple of times. We were a little Tarantinty, and you know, yeah. you could you could express your love of that with these of these filmmakers with your you know little auteur theory T shirt. You can pick up at thenextreel dot com slash merch. Our Cronenbergian Spielbergian. Oh, because amazing stories. We talked about Spielberg, Kubrickian. Did we we didn't talk about any Kubrick this week though. But Tarantinti, mm. and then, you know, of course, you know, okay, cinema, Scorsese. Yeah. So there's there's that. Oh, there's the Samurai Thor shirt, because we talked about Thor the Dark World and what a wonderful capstone to the Marvel Cinematic Universe that film mm-hmm. was. A lot of Iron Man stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Iron Man, and of and, course, our and, next and then, uh, season. And of course, uh, yes, the, the green season of Marvel Movie Minute, season two. You guys are doing a great job. Check that out, too. And uh, yeah. That's 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 it. That's the pitch. That's it. We've done the money stuff. Well, thanks, everybody. And have a great rest of your week. And we will talk to you down the road. Yes, we will talk to you then. Hondo. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Mm-hmm.